0: to the Lunar Sea Spire, Steven Universe fan podcast. This is episode 19, and we are going to be talking about the mobile game Attack the Light that was released for Steven Universe recently. I'm GC13, and joining me are... Ken Davis. I am a pop star. A pop star named what? I am a pop star named Dakota. Buy my album. You won't regret it. 10 out of 10. So, for those of you who have not been keeping track, Dakota and I have both played Attack the Light, and Ken has not. So this is going to be an interesting conversation between
1: the three of us. I will have nothing to say. I'm basically not even on this episode, but let's see how it turns out.
2: Ken will be our moderator. He (laughs) will make sure that we don't start rambling and talking about things that don't make sense. And even if we do, I mean, this is the Lunar Spire Steven Universe fan podcast. You should expect that of us by now.
1: That's true. I rarely stop that when it happens. So first question, how was the game, guys?
0: I thought it was pretty fun. I had never played a Paper Mario style game. Coming from somebody who who these mechanics are largely new to, I thought it was very fun. And I really loved the, especially the audio work, the, the voicing of the characters. They have so many lines that a fan of the show will just squee over. Um, so I have played a couple of Paper Mario games
2: in the past, and I really like the Paper Mario franchise. I know that the last one I played it was a, a DS game, a 3DS game, and it wasn't very good. But I don't, I didn't really play the game, thinking about it in terms of Paper Mario. I mean, you could definitely see the inspiration it took from Paper Mario, but I, I felt like the game was its own entity. And I kind of want to give my thoughts about it on two different levels. The first of all, for a game that was only $2.99. I don't know how this game could be any better for a game that was this cheap. Like, given what I paid for, I had absolutely no complaints. For three bucks, even
0: if you've never seen the show, you need to buy it. It's really good for three dollars.
2: But like, even not even considering how cheap it is, it's still a really good game. I think that there were a couple of technical errors um, that I think have probably mostly been fixed um, since then. There have been a couple of updates to the game. But I think the biggest problem I found with the game was the level cap being so low. You start off with all the Crystal Gems at level 9001, which is hilarious, and Steven at level 1, and all the Crystal Gems, they cap out they can't get beyond level 9030, and Steven can't get beyond level 30. So I don't like that, because I'm, I'm the kind of person who really likes to grind through a game that I like, until it's just so easy I don't even have to think about it.
1: Steven only plays support in this game, right?
2: Yeah. Yes.
0: He is the backpack man, the healer, and the shielder.
2: He also gets a couple of like stat-boosting moves, but... I don't know about y'all, or I don't know about you, GC, I tried one of the stat-boosting moves when he first learned it, and then I just never used them again. I only ever used uh, Steven to heal.
0: But the three characters have different roles. Amethyst is really good at doing damage to groups. Garnet is a heavy single-target damage dealer, and Pearl is, she has a one-action point attack, so she's your finisher and what I, what I would like to do is I would like to use an attack up on Amethyst and then waste all of the small guys with one of her whip attacks right at the start just because she hits everybody for a good amount of damage, and if her attack is up, boom. But yeah, Steven, mostly heal and shield is what I used him for, every, and debuff removal when they got poisoned. I gotcha. Something else,
2: now that you mentioned that, I never really used any of the attacks beyond their basic attacks. Like, I used Garnet's breaking attack, Skarner learns a couple of attacks. She has just her regular gauntlet punch where you can do like a 1-2 attack if you time it right. She has this attack where you, she slams the ground with her fists together and that can break, bring down an opponent's defense or break a shield if they have a shield. And if I remember, she also has this attack where she shoots her gauntlets like she does in the show. I never really used any of their their more advanced attacks. I usually just used Pearl's basic spear attack, amethyst, basic whip attack. And I used those two attacks from Garnet. I feel like some of those other attacks, even though the mechanics were probably pretty fun and interesting, they were just kind of complicated for me. And I don't know, I didn't like having to... For instance, yeah. when Garnet used her gauntlet attacks, you had a, a target marker that would move randomly around the field and you could tap when you wanted to shoot it and it would lock onto something. And that was just really hard for me, like... And then Amethyst also had this uh, whip attack where you could slash a bunch of times to do damage, and I didn't like that as much. I just liked knowing that if I used her whip
0: attack, it could whip attack, it would do that basic damage. For the for the most part, I used their basic attacks. Although I, I use Garnet's rocket punch from time to time. I don't think it's as good as in most circumstances. But Pearl has some really good stuff, like her spear attack. The the what where she throws her spear does massive single target damage. And, I mean, even even if you're ignoring, you know, you might be able to hit somebody. Although I found that usually the enemies are targeted, so if you try, are positioned so that if you try to hit two of them at once, most of the time it'll thread the needle and hit neither of them. But what's really abusive is Pearl's Hollow Pearl ability, which will basically stun an enemy for, it it goes on a spinner and you have to stop it at the right time, for the most part it you'll only hit one turn at the beginning because it's really hard to get the two or three turns and it's a large ap usage so basically it's worthless but as you level as you level the ability up you can reliably get two and often three turns out of it and there's a world where you have enemies that will knock one of your gems usually garnet because she's the biggest threat out of the fight for a while it'll just ring out ring out them and it takes several turns for them to get back and so I, I love you can smack him around with that. How's the story? Yeah, with the moves, I observe the rhythm, but there's not much of a story. All that really tells us is that for some reason, the Crystal Gems are not aware that Steven is a powerful gem. I don't understand how they could know he has Rose Quartz's gem and not think he's a strong gem, because it's like, oh, this thing only reacts in the presence of a strong gem but you're Steven. So uh, they literally say something defective, but you're Steven, so this will be fine. Yeah, MS and Steven says, touches it and then promptly releases everything.
2: So, minor spoiler, I don't know how like true to canon this is, but and if you don't want to hear the spoiler, tune out now. The spoiler is at the end of the game, very near like the la- like in the last world, right when you're about to fight the final boss, Garnet says something about this mural on the wall, and the mural has a bunch of pictures of the uh, prison monsters. And what she says, I think, really kind of stood out to me because I wasn't sure how we're supposed to interpret this prism. But in that mural, she says the ancient gems in this painting were very powerful. And the gems pictured in that mural were the prism-like creatures. Mm. So I think that raises a question. Was that prism monster, was it just a weapon or was it actually a gem? Because that's That's the only point in time that they ever refer to it as a gem. And every other place they refer to it as a weapon. But I think we also know we have seen evidence in the show time and time again that gems are used as weapons, gems that can be taken out of the weapon. What was that gem? Was it a gem? Was it just a weapon? Was that a writing error? I think that that was very interesting, and I think it would be really cool if we saw the uh, prism at some point in the episode
0: or during the series. I don't think there's any chance that it was a writing error considering how closely the team worked with them. Right. On this, I mean, they messed up on Garnet's two gems. You know, they they made them both red when she's knocked out at first, but they patched that after jailbreak. So oh, did th- they? They're red and blue now. That's what they tell me. I haven't played it since then. You know, I've I've been a bad boy, but they work. They got a lot of guidance from the team.
2: I think it makes sense for them to have kept her gems as Garnets when she got knocked out before jailbreak, because otherwise, that would have been a pretty massive spoiler. If one of her gems just turned a different color it's blue. It's only a the other spoiler if
0: you weren't paying attention, I think. I mean, I think Garnet as a fusion was true. fairly likely ever since it was introduced in Giant Woman. And it only got more likely as you paid attention and just watched.
2: Very true. But they still, you know, they're not going to let that out, word of God, since that's like the entire point. Or not really the entire point, but that, since that's one of the big parts of the series finale, season finale.
0: But yeah, I guess that's my incentive to play through to the end. Cause I played for quite a while. I, it was actually really disheartening. I heard people talk, oh yeah, I beat this in four to six hours. And I'm like, I haven't been timing myself, but it sure feels like it's been longer than that.
2: But oh, I got way more play time out of it than that. Four okay. to six hours just on my first playthrough.
0: Usually, usually I play role-playing games quicker than the average person on the internet. Like, the average person on the internet says that Dragon Age Origins takes 60 hours to play, and I'm like, really? I, I do a complete playthrough in 40 hours, and I don't feel like I'm hurrying.
2: I will admit, however, that I do take longer to play through games than I think most people do. I don't know how long it takes you to play through a basic Pokemon game, but from Badge 1 to End of the Elite 4, it could take me 80 hours no matter how easy the game is.
1: Wow. what? 80 hours for a Pokemon game? No.
2: Well, I am incredibly obsessive. Like, I make sure—I, like, grind my levels, like, Pokemon up to ridiculous levels. I make sure I catch every single Pokemon in the area. I don't miss a single thing. And it doesn't matter how many times I've played through it. Like, I'm replaying through Silver right now. I've already got 10 hours clocked, and I haven't even beaten Faulkner yet. I haven't even fought him.
0: you got a problem, Dakota.
2: You don't really have to grind to play through him anymore, ever since they, like, changed the experience system in Generation 6. I mean, I know that, like, with X and Y, you could— Easily play through the main storyline in 10 hours it still takes me 80 because i want to make sure i'm doing every single thing
1: that's crazy now i probably have put 80 hours into pokemon x and y i think x is the version i have because i did do a lot of grinding after the game to get my level 100 perfect iv perfect ev pokemon but like for the actual game completing the eight badges and the elite four no that was like 10 seven hours maybe
0: And the pacing in x and y is kind of off too but yeah, I mean, I, I might have to check YouTube to see if the that cutscene you're talking about from Attack of the Light is is up, or if I'm going to have to keep. I mean, it's a very fun game, so I'll probably pick it up again. Have you not finished the game? Uh, no, I haven't. I, I don't really do mobile games. This is the first mobile game I've ever played, so shame, shame, shame. I, I played it for several hours. I got to, I think it was Orange, the Orange World. So I got, I got fairly far.
1: GC, I am very disappointed in you. How could you not finish this game? Which
0: one came which one came first? The Orange World or the Sea Spire? The Sea Spire. I got to whichever of those two is later. Okay, so I, then I got to the Sea Spire then. You know what this means, don't you? I am now the Alpha Nerd on our podcast.
1: Wow. That hurts. It does. A title I'm happy to let you have.
2: <laughs> A title that I proudly accept. You may have perfect attendance on the podcast, but I beat attack delight. Yes! <laughs>
0: You haven't beaten the game. Yeah, so what? You just lost the game.
2: I think we all collectively hate GC right now. I just lost
1: all of our (laughs) listeners. Right. Like, no one's going to listen after that. I've been out
2: of high school for three years now, and I haven't lost the game since then, and you just had to ruin that for me. Thank you, GC. Thank you.
1: You can't say that on a podcast, GC. (laughs) You just don't do it. So, is this like an audio clip? Stop
2: laughing. We're going to put it at the end of every podcast now, and we're just going to plug
0: in you just lost the game. You just lost the game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> doesn't this game have a fusion mechanic? How does that work?
0: It doesn't have a fusion mechanic. It has a it's like a summon from Final Fantasy. You spend I think it's 9 action points. Yes. And they they fuse into Alexandrite and they just wail on the entire field. And there was something I wanted to try but never did. You, there's an item that you could use that makes your next attack free, and so I just wanted to use, reserve that for all of my fusion uses.
2: Honestly, like I never Bam. really used Alexandrite very much because you have to make sure that like your gems are full harmony, which is their health bar. They had you had to have nine action points. And so it was kind of difficult to get you to that point where you could do that. You had to be really good at what
0: you were doing. No, well, when you're you're up against a single boss, the game kind of actually becomes an easy grind because it's one action point apiece to bubble each of the gems, and then you can heal one of them in the same round. And then usually the boss can only hit one of them, so he's going to hit the bubble and break it, and Steven's going to use that, and then Garnet gets to punch him twice.
2: But honestly, though, if you just use Steven and you heal the gems after every single round, which is the way I played through it, like, I never let my gems get below half health, then, like, the game is just really easy in general. But yeah, you can fuse into Alexandra. It. And I, also, a bit of a uh, canon information for us here, I remember a while back we were talking about how gems fuse into, you know, a like, gem fusion with multiple gems inside them. Did Pearl and Amethyst fuse into Opal and then fuse with Garnet? Nope. In the game, they all danced at once and they all fused together.
0: Yep, I thought we had decided that was most likely anyway. Because a, you know, you can hear their individual voices, but not Ruby and Sapphire. And also, I agree. you can you can see them dancing as three in alone together, which I just assume was tossed in there as a subtle hint. You know, has the how they like to not spell everything out. I think that it was definitely heavily implied before this
2: point. But what I'm really just wanting to say was that the game. It provides this as more solid evidence.
0: So what you're saying is myth confirmed. Shut up, DC.
2: Yes. This is probably not going to come out for a few days, but we are actually recording on Mother's Day talking about
0: Steven Universe. Hmm. You know, I just realized that. That's nuts. Steven, the one who is his own mother and has three other mothers, has a game with his mothers and himself, who is also his mom. Don't forget the many moms and dad-mom. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> mini moms. Yeah, they're they're each half a mom. They they fuse together to make one mom. You know what
2: kind of bothers me about the gem moms? They're we. I think it's pretty set in stone that Garnet is Square Mom and Pearl is Bird Mom, but we do not have a, a community consensus on what we call this Is she Fun
0: Mom, Purple Mom? What is she? Eh, yeah, I think Fun Mom is probably for the better. I mean, it's all she has. You might as well let her have Fun Mom. Shots fired.
2: <laughs> Shut your mouth. I was rewatching the episode with the kindergarten on the run the other day and you know what i noticed when amethyst took out both of her whips grabbed a hold of pearl's spear pearl was struggling to hold on to the spear amethyst was not that is evidence that amethyst is physically stronger than pearl amethyst was able to keep her cool more when she threw like pearl into an emotional tizzy she sent the shockwave that knocked pearl down pearl effectively won that fight Or, Amethyst effectively won that fight. Pearl got in one No, no, you
0: had it right the first time. Shut your mouth. Pearl Pearl had basically stopped fighting by the time Amethyst decided to use her energy attack. Pearl was back into let's talk to Amethyst mode.
2: Pearl is presumably not an overcooked gem. Amethyst is. So keeping that in mind, if she was not overcooked, I think that she would still be stronger
0: than Pearl. I think that So basically you're saying that if Amethyst was a completely different gem, she would be stronger. Because if that's what you're saying, then yes, I agree that if Amethyst were completely different, then it would be possible for her to be better than Pearl. Okay. Amethyst is just a very better character than Pearl is.
2: Oh, and we talked about this before we started recording. I didn't get to re-repeat my rant now that we are actually recording. But you all need to know. You all need to know that GC, Ken, and that other guy who's not on our podcast right now are all a bunch of blasphemous liars for the venomous, horrible lies they spit about Amethyst last week when I was not here. You should all know that of all of the Crystal Gems... Hush your mouth. You hold on. You should all know that of all of the Crystal Gems on the team. You should know of all of the Jebs that we have seen in the Steven Universe universe So far, the Amethyst is by far the best gem. She is the best character of all of the other gems. We know that she has this more human level to her. We know that she has this emotional struggle. We know that she's fighting herself over something that was not her fault. The gem war happened completely independent of her, and yet she's blaming herself on that. She's going through this emotional turmoil, and that's some kind of really cool representation that you don't see a whole lot in cartoons. That is amazing. What do we see from Garnet? She's a space lesbian fusion lady who... We don't hear much from and is voiced by Estelle. She's already got major coolness points. We don't need to give her any more. You look at Pearl and she's this neurotic bird lady who just wanted to have gem fusion love with Rose, I guess. I don't know how to say that less awkwardly. And she's neurotic and she only cares about herself. She can't like read between the lines. Then you have Amethyst and you have this perfect purple gem her lady and eats her who picks her nose and eats her boogers and transforms into all of these amazing things. Amethyst is best gem. And I'm sorry that you were wrong. I'm sorry that you may have opinions that are not correct, because that is just the situation we're seeing ourselves in right now. But Amethyst is fantastic, and I will not hear your venomous lies about her ever again.
0: Not Amethyst. They don't even fight like real gem warriors.
1: I was just going to try and clear GC's name, because I don't remember him even participating in that. That was like 70% hunter, 30% me, and I don't remember GC even commenting.
2: It was 70% who? Who are you talking about? I don't know who you're talking about. I don't know no Hunter. <laughs> Is that this person's name? <laughs> okay. Gunter? All right. Gunter. There we go.
0: Get, get a little bit of uh, Adventure
2: Time on the show. It was bound to happen eventually. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think a lot of us liked Adventure Time before the Steven Universe pilot was ever recorded, so. Yeah. yeah, I used to
2: watch it. I know I have the first three. Yeah, three seasons of DVD. I had to turn around and look.
0: I'm going to say, Miss Sugar was. Uh, was The writer for some of my favorite episodes, Chamber of Frozen Blades, and I'm not going to pronounce the episode correctly, so I'm just going to say the Gladiator Ghost episode. Oh, yeah. On a tropical island.
2: Okay, one thing I don't think we have talked about is the use of the items in the game. And there are a couple of thoughts I have there. First of all, I'm kind of like an item hog. I like to hoard items and I don't like to use them unless I absolutely have to. So I I remember getting to the end of the game and realizing that, like, I couldn't grind anymore. There wasn't much else I could do and thinking, well, geez, what am I going to do with all these items? I should have used them, like, earlier on in the game.
0: Yep, it's just like when I'm playing Deus Ex. Oh, I'm not going to use this lamb or this ballistic vest. I might need it for a harder fight. When I've played the game several times, I know where all the hard fights are, and I know I'm not going to use them there either. I just don't like using items. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel you on the item hog compulsion. Like, it's a sickness, and I have it. I have heard other people talk about this in
2: other sources, but what is up with calling the game's phoenix down Rose's tears? Someone went around, took all of Rose's tears, put them in these magical bubble things, and put them in these chests all over the gem world, and whenever Steven finds them, he says, Wow, I needed this.
0: What? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I want to talk about some of the specific lines because I, I mentioned it when I was talking about my feelings about the game. But they Voice have acting. so many good lines, like Garnet. If you want her to use an ability that's too advanced, but her harmony is too low, she'll be like, "I'm not strong enough." Just like oh, yeah. from Garnet's universe when. Uh, <laughs> but and and then I like you're strong in the real way, Pearl. I really like Amethyst's voice
2: acting when she says, uh, thanks dude, and was like, I needed that, when Stephen heals her. Yeah. Of course, more Amethyst praise coming from me, you're not surprised, but
0: Yeah, completely unsurprised <laughs> by Dakota praising Amethyst. Praise the purple one! So we don't have any ratings to talk about, but we do know that Attack the Light sold really, really well. It managed to top the list for its category, I think. Or
2: I think Minecraft might still be at the top. I am on Android, so let me check real quick.
0: Um, I, I'm not saying that it like beat Minecraft for all time sales, right. because you and I both know that that's impossible. I'm just, I'm just saying it was like <laughs> I the, top it the top of the iStore bestseller.
2: Yeah. So going to games, and this is for the Android store, going over to top paid, it is number... Well, I actually have to scroll down quite a bit.
0: Well, it's been out for a while. It so is number 19. That stuff,
2: that's still pretty good. I don't think that's think. bad at all. From what I can see, it looks like it's the top Cartoon Network game. Well, it's good because
0: it's the top. It's associated with the top Cartoon Network show.
2: And when you think about some of the games that are in, in the front, like the top five games are Minecraft, Monument Valley, Terraria, Star Wars, Limbo, Blue and Star Defense, Angry Birds Star Wars, Geometry Dash.
0: I guess next week we will probably talk about something. Maybe Gem Glow. Maybe something special. Who knows? Who knows? I think next week we should talk about the comics. Hmm. I would be completely happy with talking about the comics. Well, until then... Love me some love me some Steven comics. But until then, I'm GC13. Buy my album, because I'm a pop star,
2: and I'm Dakota.
1: We will see you next week. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.
0: What?
2: You just lost the game.